Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 244 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. First app, Tasty Treats, is brought to us by... Trapdoor Brewing, and it's a trap! It's a trap! It's a pale ale. It's 5.2 AVBs. Um, it's got galaxy, cashmere, and citra hops. It's a hazy pale ale. Brewed hazy. in a galaxy far, far away. Cheers. Cheers. It's a lighter colored hazy. It is. It almost looks like a cider. It's refreshing. It is. It would be great on a hot summer day. It would be. Which today it's a trap. Not. It's not. No, today's no. cloudy. Today is cloudy and rainy and not a summer day. No. You know what other day was not not sunny? What's that? Tuesday. Really? Yeah. Adventure Time Tuesday? Adventure Time Tuesday. I kind of wish I'd planned an indoors thing, but I hadn't. Well, we used to have one. I don't know where it went. That was years ago, though. Back when, like, Adventure Time, like, first started. Adventure Time. Come on, grab your friends. We go to very distant lands. We'll take the dog and then you'll win the So we did one indoor thing. We actually watched an episode of Adventure Time. Um, Adventure Time, like the actual show that we just listened yeah, to? Yeah, it's like 20 minutes. Oh, nice. Um, watch, watch a random show on Hulu. It's good. Okay. Um, then we, we were kids like, Dad, why are we watching Adventure Time? No, it was actually their idea. Okay. It's, it's a great show. Is it? I've never seen it. It's funny. It's huh. also very weird. <laughs> no, okay. great. Um, So, tried something different. I we went to downtown Vancouver and parked, and we could have gone to three places. Um, or honestly, I think we could have gone almost anywhere. It had like an urban setting. We um, all downloaded an app called uh, Goose Chase. And where'd you do this? In uh, Esther Short Park in downtown Vancouver. Okay. Kind of the center of downtown yeah. Vancouver. Um, then I texted a number and said we're ready, and an operator came on and texted me back and said, "All right, here's your access code." We all plugged that into the app, and then she asked what team name we want, and we said we wanted to be the Adventure Time Tuesday gang, and then we were off on a zombie scavenger hunt. Is this something you paid for? Yeah. Um, How much did it cost? 14 for up to 10 of us could have played. Um, What was kind of fun in the app is we could see the progress of any other team playing at the same time nationwide. Were there other teams playing? Yes. Um, I'm happy to report that this, the team in 69th place was the Flying Doritos. Nice. I just thought that was appropriate. That is pretty appropriate. And we could see pictures that... So basically you would um try to find things like to survive the zombie apocalypse. And you'd have to take a picture of it to prove and, like, it. Upload it to them? Yeah, like one was a solar panel. Like um, power might be down and you'll need power to, to recharge yourself on other necessary things. Find a solar panel. And we go, okay, we found a solar panel. Where the hell did you find a solar panel downtown? Um, so the parking things that you pay for parking have yes. a solar panel on top. Oh, okay. So a lot of stuff like that. Batteries, duct tape. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I left my watch at home at one day. Oh, shit. And, and a, wa- a photo of a watch. watch was one of the things. But then they have us like, do fun stuff, too. Like, pretend you're 
one of the, your party members is infected and is trying to eat your brains. Oh, was that when your son was trying to eat your brains? Uh, yeah. And nice. Then, and then it was like, all right, now you have to contain that infected person. So we found like a playground structure that had like bars. Oh, yeah, you shoved him inside of it. Yeah, it looked like bars. Um, fun stuff like that. And it's an hour experience. Um, it was pretty fun. Um, like I said, you could see pictures of what other people around the nation were doing. That was fun too. Kind of a short-term social media thing. Um, so it was fun. I, I wouldn't do it like all the time. Like, it's probably not as replayable as, say, like, going to a different escape room or something. Yeah. But it was a fun way to spend an hour. Um, I'm glad it wasn't longer than an hour, though, because raindrops, like, were starting to spatter a little bit. Mm. So we went to uh, lunch at The Rock. You've probably been there, right? You're talking about the one down by the Fred Myers? Yeah. Yeah, over by your guys' float area that my wife and you go to? Yep. Um, So, yeah, it's like a rock and roll-themed pizza place. Yeah, it's not bad. We actually... Funny fact, that's the last place we ate before my wife and I uh, went to the hospital b- to have our son. Wow. Yeah. Because we knew. So we were like, hey, let's go out and have a n- one last nice dinner. And that's where we went. Okay. Cool. So. Did you uh, did you have a drink in front of her? I probably did. You heard an asshole. Uh, my wife didn't drink a lot back then, so it wasn't like a real dick move like it where it is with some couples. Like, you would be an asshole for drinking in front of your wife when she's pregnant. Yeah. My wife was just like, I don't really care. Okay, that's good. Yeah. They serve, uh, like, mixed drinks in, like... Um, that's the... I could never order a mixed drink, because that is her one thing she likes. Uh, yeah. But they serve them in, like, um, like you know those bucket, buckets? Bu- buckets you, you, like, go to the beach with? Yeah, the scoops. Sandcastle Buckets. Sandcastle Buckets. It's, it's, uh, it's one of the only places... I think there's another place locally that does it, but the place that really originated that would be Las Vegas, where I've seen it the most. Yeah. So we did that. I was going to do one more thing. Um, I bought a Groupon for a miniature golf place in Gresham. But then I was when I was putting the coordinates in my in G, in a Google, I'm glad Google does this, said so this place is closed. And I'm like, what? So I went to the website, and yeah, they're closed on Tuesday. So What the hell? So that sucks. So I've got some Groupons to a, to a golf club that I'll have to do on a Wednesday or a Friday or some nonsense. So whatever. We could do it on a Friday. We'll go golf it up. Um, it was cloudy. Like the kids seemed like happy enough with that. My daughter, so I let her sleep until like noon anyway. I'm not gonna do that for her next week. Next week it's just her. Um, and yeah, wake her ass up. I'm going to. We're gonna go to the Powell's and some nice. other bookstores. And oh stuff. yes, this is that's the uh, special daddy daughter one where. No, there's two of them. That's the first one is just bookstores. Okay. The, the other one I'm not giving details about yet. Mm, okay. But I think that's the following week or the week after. So it's pretty sh- fast succession where it'll be just me and her. Nice. We'll get, our, we'll get our books on, but uh, that's all we did for this Adventure Time Tuesday, and um, I, I've been working a lot this week. Nothing else really went on. Um, I did get our PAX trip all dialed in, so we've got train tickets. Um, we had a train oh, sale going, and hold then... Hold on. What? Can't say hold on. That's dead well, air. Uh, no, you can keep talking. Just... Yeah. All right. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> You're fine. Okay. Um, and then uh, a mysterious benefactor gave us an awesome lodging. We don't have to stay in the hostel this year. We'll get to stay right right next to the convention. So we'll be living... Just keep talking about that. Just keep we'll be living large in uh, the Grand Sheraton. With, Some people would say we want to be a baller. Yeah, we will be. We get They have nice, comfy mattresses. Now, there's like one thing. I don't know if we should share that with our audience or not. That's fine. About the nice, comfy mattress. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Well, you either have to fight over who gets the the one king bed, yeah. or we, we or can, we could put like a pillow line in the middle. We could put a pillow line in the middle. Be like, 
Can you please bring us extra pillows, please? Oh, you, I saw the. Because you know I like to cuddle, Zach. Uh, you just feel that arm. But she's a king bed, so we can bring home two women and still have enough room. I mean, technically. See. Um, but yeah, they, the Sheraton Grand Sheraton is a really nice place. Okay, so this is literally the biggest fucking hotel that's literally across the fucking street from the convention. Like, walk out the door, take a piss like a homeless guy, and you're inside the convention center. Yeah, speaking of homeless guys. Oh, yeah. So, so are you talking about, like, the stabbing? Yeah, right after we got this amazing uh, gift from the generous uh, benefactor, I read on online that a naked dude like stabbed three people literally one okay. one block over for our hostel. So he wasn't naked when he stabbed them. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. He got naked after he stabbed them and then ran away naked. Did he like smear his, their blood? I'm on not himself? sure about that, but it said that an eyewitness saw him stab people, multiple people, strip down to his uh, strip down to nothing and run away. <laughs> so so yeah, we won't be staying in that. Little, but I kind of want to go there and be like, see where the naked stripper stabbing happened. I mean, we can we can still go there. To I mean, go we're to, still gonna go there. This is Starbucks. We still have to go get absinthe. Absinthe, the can can. Yep. We're at the other one because we can't get into the can-can for some reason. I can't remember why that was. Well, it came right at closing one time. Oh, that's right. That was last year. Yeah. We just got to look at the hours better. But yeah, it's exciting to think about PAX, which is like, I don't know, less than two months away now, right? Yes. Uh, Thank God. I can't do math. But yeah, it's it's coming up. I'm just starting to say. It's at the end of next month. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I've got almost all of my shifts covered. I've got the train. I've got um, hotel. Woo! Getting excited for PAX. I'm hoping to have a camera. It's I'm gonna, hoping you have a camera. It's going to be so close. It's going to be either one week from either way. Fucking awesome. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. Hopefully we have a soundboard. That. We have to figure We have yeah. still things to figure out. But we do. What are you up to, Zach? All right. So my family has a bug. What kind of bug? Like my son was like sick all last week before 4th of July. What kind of sick? Like that was like throw up sick. Ooh, bad bug. Yeah, bad bug. And then now everybody's like fucking congested as hell. I've been, I, I kind of wonder if it's pollen and stuff. I don't know. My wife feels like complete shit. I don't okay. know. My son, like, was sicker than a dog, like, for the past two weeks. Like the congestion stuff. Yeah. And then, um, 4th of July happened. Uh-huh. Uh, so we went for a few hours and then came back home because my son was sick. Where'd you go? Uh, over to our friend Rick and Andy's at the pool. Sweet. So we went swimming and, uh, did that. Um, and then as well... We tried doing backyard camping last weekend to prep for this coming weekend, but uh, people like the race behind my fence at 2 o'clock in the morning, and finally at 2 o'clock in the morning, I had enough of their shit, so I fucking went inside because gr- my son kept waking up, my wife kept waking up, and it was just like, my son kept waking up all fucking time because people would like honk at people that didn't stop at the four-way intersection that's right beyond my fence, and I didn't realize how loud that road actually was yeah. all the way through the night. Wow. Yeah. So that didn't work. Hopefully real camping this coming weekend works out better. Um, and Stranger Things came out. So, yeah. So that was kind of a bonus to my son not feeling well ne- last weekend. was like he slept a lot, so we got to watch Stranger Things. So I'm like five episodes out of eight in. I'm four. Oh, maybe I I think I just started the fifth and paused it like right at the beginning of it. I have, I have a related um, surprise, I guess, for the break. Do, do I get the touch of it? I mean, I guess if you want to get ready for PAX, you could be the big spoon for a second. But 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 I'm the big spoon, just so you know. I mean, you are a lot bigger than me. Yep. So, hey, uh, Tim, you want to talk some news? Uh, sure. We got some news this week. A little bit. 
already got Dave. Stop. Um, so Nintendo finally revealed what we've been hearing all along. It's going to be a mini Switch. It's going to be called the Switch Lite. Okay. One of the jokes I saw on Twitter is, why didn't they call it the Light Switch? <laughs> the Light Switch. Yeah. It's they basically um, a somewhat smaller screen. It's all one unit, so there's no detachable Joy-Cons. The plus of that is that the um, left side has an actual cross pad instead of those buttons, so it's much better control. Okay. Um, but the downside is like games that require you to wave Joy-Cons yeah, around. Play that. Well, you can, but you'd have to sync other Joy-Cons to it, which is oh. awkward as heck. And there's no way to plug it to your TV, right? It does not plug into your TV, um, which is an interesting choice. I'm sure that saved them some money, um, probably and some hardware space. Hardware space, and they got a little bit longer life battery out of this by an hour. Well, that's because it's one solid unit, so they can put the battery through the entire length of it. You know, oh, yeah. so you also don't have to have a separate battery for the Joy-Cons. Yeah. So just one battery along the... They said it's only slightly, um, slightly more battery life than the original. About an hour or something. Yeah. Um, Three but, to seven hours. But since it's smaller, that's cool. Yeah. It has a nice form factor. Um, it's really hard not to compare it to the PlayStation Vita. Um, I Very think, much so. I think it would be... It looks a lot like it, reminiscent. Um, it has some cheaper parts. I, I can't remember which... Although, I'm very confused over the Bunsmashers.com. Uh-huh. They have a photo where the Joy-Con, the right stick is at the bottom. And I've seen a lot of them where it's up at the top. Um, so which one's the accurate one? Not sure. Q! God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> not sure where he got his pictures. Um, it looks like a great form factor. Um, it looks much more portable. Like, I can carry my Switch around, and I do, but it takes up a, a fair amount of space in my bag. Um, I would be interested in this product at $200 if Nintendo would do one more thing. And that is... What's that? Make all my games... I think Q's image is actually correct. Okay. The one I saw earlier must have been fake. Well, there was a lot of speculation before today about what it looked like. Um, like those. It's just funny because they're both the same aqua color. Yeah. Which, by the way, these colors look fucking awesome. Yeah, there's like three colors. Um, aqua and yellow, and I can't remember the other one. Uh, like a blue, it's like gray. black. Oh, it was a black. Um, it's coming out right about the same time as that Zelda game I want to play. The um, uh, crap, can't remember the name of it right now. The, the remake. Um, the what? September 20th is when it's coming out. Oh, the Link to Past? No. Uh, the Link's Awakening. Yes, that's it. Um, Anyway, what I was saying is, if I could like start playing a digital game at home docked and then like transfer it over to my account like in seamlessly with the save to my portable version and play it somewhere else, um, I would be interested if I could like carry over my library, kind of like you can on Steam on any device, or at least two devices. But because Nintendo locks all of their games to one system, like I guess Which it would work. Sucks. I guess it would work fine for Zelda or any other cartridge that I had, um, because with Nintendo Online you can transfer saves. But that experience would have to be a little more streamlined for me to be interested. I'm not going to make this my main Switch. There's no way. You're going to get one. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to get one unless they do this account thing I'm talking about. Okay. Make the account portable across devices. Hmm. Does not make sense. That'd be to me. nice. Yeah. Then I'd be very interested. Um, I'd love a more portable switch, but it makes sense to me that they're releasing this one first with the lower specs before they release the next switch that has higher specs. I'm guessing a faster processor and probably a nicer screen. Maybe. A, Maybe. I'm not sure how. 
I mean, they've got to make future games work on both Switches, so they can't make it that much advanced. No. They can decrease loading times, though. Um, they could probably get it up to 1080p no 1080p, matter what. Maybe get faster frame rates for you. Yeah. It can make it, make it a better experience. So I'm, I'm, if I was going to get a new Switch, that would be it, and then sell my old one. But even then, I'd want to see how much of an improvement it was. If it's not that much, then whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, Switch Lite. Hey, that came out. hey Tim. Yeah, what's up? So, I like Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Okay. So, I play it by myself. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know about this about me, but I like uh, Tolkien and you do? The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Those are... And Harry Potter... But he's not. That's not Tolkien. No, it's not. It's, but but. Do you like the but, books? Books or the movies? I like them both. You like a movie? I do. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just those though, because do I can. Ever, binge do you ever them. get Gandalf and um, what's his name, Dumbledore yep. confused? Yep. All the time. Okay. Yeah, they basically are the same fucking person. Like, I'm. I swear to God, it's the same person, different different identities. Um, but, um. The next big Lord of the Rings console video game is coming to Amazon. What? Yeah. So, uh, with a live-action Lord of the Rings TV series in the works from Amazon. That's going to be cool, by the way. That, I, I hope. I hope it's cool. Amazon Game Studios, which I know somebody who works there, um, revealed that they're already in development on the next big Lord of the Rings video game. It's going to be a free-to-play MMO. So, I'm excited. This is awesome. Um, and there are a few specific available at this time, but we know that the game will be set in Middle Earth, no shit, and give fans around the globe a new immersive game experience for epic exploration in the vast world of Tolkien. So this is going to be awesome. I'm extremely excited for it. And I hope I, that what you choose is like many different races. like I hope so. Dwarves and elves and halflings. and I, I really hope that they fully embrace the whole entire lore as a whole. It would be lame if you only gave you human characters. That would be stupid. So, that, cool. that, that's what I have to say about that. Right what, on. What about you? Um, I've got a case worthy of Detective Pikachu. Okay. Um, it was the Italian. I, maybe. I'm not sure. So, this is a um, really rare Pokemon card. That was oh, the $10,000 one? $60,000. Oh, $60,000 one, yes. So in August of 2018, someone on eBay paid $60,000 for a very rare Pokemon card. Um, so this card was a trainer card. Uh, trainer number three, one of the rarest in existence, was given to, in third, to third place finishers at a super, super secret battle in Japan in 1999. So you had to be in a very specific place and time um, to even ever get this card. And it was the third place card, which is like... I don't know. So it was really rare. So this person bought it on eBay, and um, the person who sold it got it uh, insured for uh, $50,000, which is the maximum you can get insurance for. And when you do that, that like puts a mark on the package. So they think a that's... A very special mark on the package. So that that's why they think it went missing, because like it... Because like, it had this mark. It disappeared like right after they dropped it off, and... No one knows where it is. So they put out a $1,000 reward because um, they're trying to let the thief know that, hey, this is super rare. You can't just sell this and get $60,000 because it'll be flagged that, hey, this is probably stolen. Yeah. So they're hoping to get it back with the reward. But I, I, how much does that suck? You put. Uh, I don't think this is going to because 
I'm not a thief, but if I were to be a thief and this came along, I'd be like, I guess I'm going to go in my shrine in my office now. Like, can't sell it. Yeah. And then your mom throws it away. Just clean out your dead. Pro- yeah, or or you forget to take out your pocket and she washes your pants. You can probably sell it then because you're like, I don't know. That one's like a really shitty condition card. I got it out of the game. I got it out of the card shop. Like, I don't, it doesn't say this is the only one. It's super. It's very rare. It's super rare. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of sad, especially for both people. I don't know if the guy gets to keep the money or what happens. Like, so I would think that the carrier would have to reimburse up to a certain dollar. Fifty thousand. So there's there's ten thousand unaccounted dollars. And I think he would lose that ten grand. The seller. No, the buyer. Hmm. Or wait, no. I'm not sure who's the who, person who originally had the card would lose that ten grand. Yeah, but he's not actually losing that money. Like he didn't actually he the or the buyer or the seller. The person who originally had it. The seller. The seller. The seller isn't really losing. I mean, he's losing the value of it, but he's not actually losing ten thousand dollars. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless he. Ju- I don't think. The, I unless don't, he just bought it for that much, which is not likely. I mean, unless, unless they. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, man, I don't know. Pika, Pika. Right. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, get on this. Yes, we need our detective Pikachu. Yeah. All right, you ready to talk some tech? Um, Yeah, we're going to play the music, and then I got a question for you. Okay. I'm everywhere. All right, Tim. How wet do you want to get? Right. You want to get like wet like twice a week? Or like a full day. I don't want to be wet all day. You do? No. So like. I guess if I have to pick, then like once or twice. Okay, so we're gonna talk about this new piece of technology that I got this past weekend. Okay. Called the Orbit Beehive. <laughs> What's the Orbit Beehive? The Orbit Beehive is a smart water management sprinkler system oh my gosh for outside okay i can control all my sprinklers from my smartphone tim and look it's even got nice little photos uh-huh. and i can click on them it tells me what the water saturation is the watering events when it last was watered when it's next going to be watered the scheduling run times i have set up for it and uh, i can control them independently i can turn off on one sprinkler over the other one i can make like different programs so like the wall alongside my house that only has trees and shit only runs once a week. But with the last system I had, I could only have one program set. Okay. So I can have unlimited programs now and run them however often or however. Fr- You're going to make a freaking Bellagio water show with this and your lights outside. I aren't could you? do this. Oh my gosh. So um, it's kind of cool. It's through the orbit. They have a uh-huh. bunch of different attachments I can do. Um, attachments that make her wet. Got it. Exactly. They make her wet. Um, so you can like get like stakes you put into the ground that have Wi-Fi signals sent back to this <laughs> okay. that read the soil uh-huh. and tells this if they actually need to go on or not. And if they do, how wet is your lawn? Exactly. Hurt? How wet's the soil in your lawn? How wet is she? And then it'll turn it on and off depending to that fact. So it's kind of fun, kind of cool. And the reason why I did this was because even if I save a hundred dollars off my water bill this next month, I saved a shitload of money. I got my fucking water bill, dude. It was like 400 fucking bucks. What? Yeah. I about fucking died. So what I instantly you, went out and bought this shit. What are you doing? I couldn't control them independently. 
So my you're wall... Just, you're just like had, spraying water everywhere? I had to run my wall for the same amount of time as I ran my backyard. And as often as I ran my backyard. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. So I said, fuck that. When I bought this, I guarantee I'm going to save myself at least like 300 bucks next month. Wow. You were... I'm glad you're not wasting that much water anymore. Yeah. So... So it kind of plugs into your existing system and makes no, it no, better? No, no. Completely replaces it. I'm so confused. So there's a big panel, like a like a sprinkler system panel. Yeah, but you're not rewiring your sprinklers, right? Yeah. You did? I did. You dug out all your sprinklers? No, 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 no. There's, there's like... A, there's like... Okay. So the sprinkler system, how it works is there's pipe that runs all the way back to a centralized unit, which yes. is right... N- that's all on the side of my house where my yard debris is. Okay. From those diodes... They run up into like a like a like basically think of like a motherboard of a computer. Uh huh. That motherboard of a computer has wires that run out and up into this box that's hanging outside the house, and that's what programs everything. Kind of like a thermostat for your sprinkler. Exactly. I replaced the thermostat for my sprinkler. Okay, sweet. So I did all that, rewired it all, got it all set, got it all tuned. What's the name of it again? Uh, the Orbit Beehive, and I got the six one, or I got the six sprinkler, um, or six zone. One, they also have like a twelve zone and an eight zone, um, and I think it was less than hundred. It was less than hundred bucks. Cool. So yeah, and there's no monthly. You can control it from anywhere. Um, so when you're backyard camping, you'd be like, okay, let's have a rainstorm. Exactly. Oh, I had some lightning flash the lights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got so. too many smart apps now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is my whole entire smart app ho- oh hub right gosh. here. He's got like twelve icons there or yep. nine. Sorry. Three by three. No, that's four by four that, by. That's twelve. Then what I said. Yeah. Dang. All right. Good job. That sounds, uh, you want to take a break? Let's take a break. We fill the glasses. Sounds good. I got TikTok for next week also. Sweet. All right. And we are back. Taste your drinks and hands. Second half brought to us by... It's, it's a, a trap! trap! All right, Tim, you want to kick it? Let's kick it. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? I don't care. Go, Tim. All right, so I... My first Kickstarter is called Cable Kit. I think we featured something like this. Oh, um, this is very similar to something we already um, featured. This is kind of an everyday carry item. Um, yeah. I'm going to go and let him talk about it. Make sure you fast forward to the 110 minute mark because it's a bunch of stuff that's just music. Um, so Cable Kit Ultra power, Portable USB Cable Adapter by Lever Gear. Kickstarter, thanks for checking out our latest project, the Cable Kit. Uh, this is our third Kickstarter project and we wouldn't be here today without yeah, the support about of him our before. awesome backers. So thanks you guys and thanks to anyone who's uh, just checking out our campaign. The cable kit came out of a problem that I had in my life, and I think a lot of people experience this, in that my cables kept disappearing and I could never find the right cable when I needed it most. So I wanted to design a cable that would charge all of my devices and would be super easy to carry, so it would always be with me, even if I was out of the house. My philosophy on EDC is if you're gonna carry something every every day, get something that you really love and isn't gonna bring a bunch of frustration. Also, products should be multifunctional, so you can do more while carrying less stuff. So I've spent the last few months optimizing the design of the cable kit to pack as many features in as we could while still making it small and easy to carry. 
After months of design and prototyping and testing, uh, we're ready to go and we really think you're gonna love it. As we were developing our last product, the BitVault, uh, we discovered that our manufacturer started out as a cable manufacturer. So we knew that they were gonna be the perfect partner to partner with on this project. And we wanted to get a jump on production. So we've already turned on production tooling, which is being made as this campaign's going on. Now we need your help to help us pay for the first batch of inventory and really get this product off the ground. As usual, we'll be offering a little discount to our Kickstarter backers. And the more you get, the higher the discount. So don't forget about your friends. And one last thing while I've got you here, uh, we're a small team and we could really use your help to spread the word about this campaign. So if you think it's a Literally cool product what I'm doing right now. Um, and you think your friends might like it, Kickstarter makes it really easy to share the campaign. So you can just click the buttons uh, below the video after you're done watching. Thanks, and we really appreciate your support. All right, so you, since you can't see this visually, it's like a key ring that has, um, it pops out a USB on one side and then it's got adapters on the other, like um, what is the lightning, it's got USB-C. It also holds, it's got little compartments, which is really cool, that hold a SIM card, that hold a memory card, that hold a SIM pick, and it's all in a very compact rectangular shape with like a key ring fob on one side. It also has a clip like a pen clip if you want to just like clip it to a bag or your pocket or something. Um, so it's very well designed, very compact, um, kind of a cool little kit. They were looking for $3,500, um, which is pretty low for something like this, honestly. Um, they are at 16471 with 10 days to go as the time is recording. By the time you hear this, if you listen to the first day, it'll be more like uh, a week left. Um, you can get the lowest tier, the Tech Traveler, which is one level gear cable kit for $11. Um, I'm not sure if shipping is included in that. There's 317 backers at that level. The top tier is $900, which is Tech Team, if you want 900 of these things. I don't know if you like maybe a small store or something. I don't know why you want that many of them. Or I guess it'd be kind of a cool like end-of-year Christmas party gift. Yeah. If you had a company or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if you had like a techie company. It's a cool little gadget. Um, it has a better form factor than the other one we featured, honestly, which I can't remember the name of. Um, it's, it's pretty neat. Check it out. Um, cable Kit. What you guys act? Well, speaking of uh, awesome, high quality items, mm-hmm. well designed. Okay. Have you looked at this one yet? No, I have no idea what yours is. Horimano. I'm always scared when you actually pick your Kickstarters and I don't pick them. All I... right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and let them talk about it. Horimano. Tim, that's actually perfect accent. Thank you. My name is Kira Dane. I'm one of the co-directors of Horimono. Hey, I'm David Caprera, and I'm one of the other co-directors of Horimono. We're making a short documentary following a group of traditionally tattooed Japanese men and women on their pilgrimage to a holy mountain. What are you doing, Zach? There's a lot of cool visuals in this video that you can't see, unfortunately. Yeah, I hope they keep talking. They're not gonna There's like talking. a dude wearing like a thong diaper and it says you can see if all If you've spent tattoos. any time in Japan, you probably know that public bathhouses are a huge part of Japanese culture. And if you've ever been to one of these bathhouses, you probably noticed outside a sign that said no tattoos allowed. Because Yakuza. Yep. The reason for that is tattoos are very taboo in Japan, especially the colorful full bodysuit tattoos, which are actually the most traditionally Japanese. Those kind of tattoos have become associated with Yakuza gang members. So if you're seen in public with one, whether it's at a bathhouse or a beach or a public pool, you're gonna be seen as a criminal and you'll be kicked out. But every year in July, a group called the Choyukai, bonded by their full-bodied tattoos, 
makes a pilgrimage to the holy mountain of Mount Oyama. I mean, if it's like 20 of these guys, who's going to tell them no? <laughs> they climb up the mountain together, and towards the top, they reach this Shinto shrine, where the shrine priest leads them through rituals. That kind of looked like a chicken dance at the same way. I wish there was credits, but there's not. He's saying something really interesting right now. Uh, it's calm, but here you can, that's special about Oyamo. Some of those are definitely traditional Yakuza tattoos. Well, what we would call Yakuza, I don't know if they actually are or not. When they're done praying, our group goes back down the mountain and they walk around the streets of the local village wearing only their fundoshi, which is basically just underwear. It's and a thong. all the villagers come out it's not just and, underwear. Like, you can see their and celebrate them. Naked tattoo guys. Yep. This is around. a really special moment because it's the only time and the only place in Japan where people are encouraged to show off their tattoos. That would Some be of these pretty people unique. have spent yeah. tens of thousands of dollars on their tattoos and gotten them done over so many painful sessions over many, many years, only to be seen as outcasts and have to cover them up. Our film is going to capture this day and is going to delve deeper into the history of tattoos in Japan and its modern community. There's a rich history behind traditional Japanese tattoos that evolved alongside traditional woodblock prints in the Edo era. But modern stigmas have prevented people from appreciating or understanding it. Basically since the Edo period. They would describe having a tattoo as a crime. Edo the Edo era fashion and inserting them into your body. That's what the Koromano is about. This is from Japanese culture, and it's still practiced today. When something endures, there must be a reason. Preserving that culture is something that's very important to me. I think people these days don't fully understand the history of tattoo culture. So I think that we have to start by recognizing Koromano as a part of the Japanese culture. We have a really great team behind this film and we're confident we can tell this story with the honesty and the cultural integrity that it deserves. We greatly appreciate any donation that you're able to make at all to make this story possible. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much. Awesome shrine. Really steep stairs. Tim, we're going to Japan. We're getting tattoos. We don't have $10,000. Tim. Tim. What? We're going to Japan. We're getting tattoos. I don't think that the tattoo... Tim, we're going to Japan. We're gaijin. We're, we are we're going to do we're, something we're really messed up over there to get tattoos. I don't care. Some of you will still fucking tattoo us over there. Yeah, some idiot doesn't know what he's doing. Tim, we're going to Japan. We're getting tattoos. If I have to lose some fingers or a foot, it's fine. You could, like, show him your, your hand. Exactly. So, 13 days ago, 190... 192 backers. Bleh, fuck. How much are they looking for? 10,000 US dollars. <laughs> they want a body full of tattoos. That's what they're doing. Yep, exactly. They're currently at 12,451. Um, they're asking to reach $15,000 now as a stretch goal so that it's easier on them for uh, getting equipment and things like that. Um, and again, it is a documentary, um, which is definitely my thing. A shout out. And thanks on Instagram, Facebook, 
an email to express our gratitude for helping make this film a reality and informative updates on the progress of the project is $10. A film viewing, uh, they will provide a temporary password protected link so you can view the film before it's released for $25. So you don't get a digital copy, you just get to view it once. Yeah, I'm trying to find the digital copy. So digital copy, oh, you can get a, you can get a, uh, Chiyoko temporary tattoo. Uh, get a <laughs> taste of Chiyoko pride without painful terribori, uh tattooing process. You'll receive a six-inch temporary tattoo. Uh, that's forty bucks. Uh, film plus essays on tattoo kanji and more is thirty dollars. So thirty dollars gets you the film. The big granddaddy of them all. Uh, which is I'm trying to find the which one, one that is still available. One of one, five grand. All perks from twenty five, twenty five dollar pledge plus, um, pledge five grand, and you'll be part of the team. You will be in close communication with you with you throughout the process and post production, and you also get to view uh view and get feedback. Uh, fifty dollars is gone. Sixty-five, seventy-five, five, five hundred is gone. Custom itiner- itinerary for a trip to Japan. Tim, Tim, it's just, for, it's just for an five hundred bucks, we could have gone and got tattoos. Let me just tell you where the cool things are. I don't know. We can get an itinerary on the internet for free. Somebody got a personal consultation and customized itinerary for your trip to Japan provided by Kojima. Travel Consulting, specializing in rural destinations and the beaten path. Kojima Travel can tailor your trip based on your personal interests, such as getting Yakuza tattoos. You would end up dead in an alley. I don't care, Tim. You wouldn't, so it's fine. What the fuck do you care? In sake tastings, hot springs, local foods, and or traditional arts and crafts. See, art. I will consider it as an art. Discover the many hidden gems of Japanese culture. Cool. Got That's it. a cool one. Damn it. I hope it... Well, it is funded, right? So yeah. it's going to happen? Yeah, so it's going to happen. Tim, what have you been playing? Not a lot this week. I've been working a lot. Hmm. been playing uh, Stranger Things 3 on Switch, which I actually just showed you on the break. So Yeah. Um, it's kind of a 16-bit looking um, brawler with some light RPG elements, and it follows the... TV show uh, Stranger Things three like exactly yeah like each there's actually episodes within the game and the episodes correspond pretty closely to the events in the the season um, with a little more fetch quest added to make it a video game um, it plays pretty well it's a pretty straightforward game I do recommend if you play it to actually play it alongside the TV show like play an episode play an episode of the game. Okay. If you just sat down and played the whole game straight on, it would be kind of rep- repetitive. Yeah. Um, so it's actually good to break up the gameplay and the episodes they provide for you. It'll actually make your experience better, if I think, if you do it that way. Okay. What are you going to play? Red Dead Redemption 2. Shocking. Just traveling. I'm not doing any of the missions. You're just roaming? Yeah. So, did I tell you about like the weird-ass like, forest swamp shit? Yes, you did last episode. Okay, so I, I did that. Um. And then, so there's like... There's this town called Blackwater where the very first part of the game, like, you're basically exiled from because that's where your gang is running from. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where the Pinkertons, like, are on to you. Okay. Um, 
So that part of the map in the cities that I was telling you about that I want to go visit, mm-hmm. you know, that like were part of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Um, I can't get over there. Do you think you can later in the game, or maybe? But where what, am I? In... What actually stops you from going later? There's a fuck ton of Pinkertons. Like, uh, like literally, you cross a fucking bridge, ride for like twenty seconds, and there's like thirty fuckers shooting you, like everywhere. They're around you. They like they've ambushed you somehow. Like you just can't get over there. Like I, w- I, I lost a really nice horse that I spent a lot of money on. Mm-hmm. So I reload the game. Went and bought an extremely shitty horse and spent four and a half fucking hours trying to break past this goddamn Pinkerton barrier. <laughs> and there's like, I got pretty far, but like, they don't stop chasing you. Like, I finally got to a point where like, I could like rest up and like, I felt pretty safe, kept going. And like, then again, this was like after like two and a half hours trying, I finally got like pretty close to another city and it's still fucking bright red and flashing. Like, they're fucking, like, if you hit a main road or even see a main road, they're going to see you. So that's, like, the high alert level of GTA, basically? It, it, I don't even think GTA has ever been this, like, this hard. So I wonder if you can, or if that's just, like, the, the game is just, like, no, I'm going to keep throwing Pinkertons at you till you die. May, I don't know. That's a weird way to do a barrier. Is that just it's super the, fucking The bridge difficult. is washed out. Yeah, I, uh throw Pinkertons at you till you die. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, I wonder, like, maybe if I, like, come back to it later on, like, I progress the actual main missions. We need a Gatling gun. Mm. Is there a Gatling so, in the game? There's not, but there's, like, there's better rifles and stuff. Um, so maybe if I just keep progressing where I get, like, nicer rifles, but before this character, before the, what happens to this character happens, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, maybe I can try to go back to him. Yeah. I don't know. So I said, fuck that. I went up to the other side, the opposite side of the map. And I went fishing with a guy that I knew that like he would start like a fishing quest. How's the fishing in Red Dead Redemption 2? I like it. It's fun. Cool. Yeah. It's not like super difficult or anything like that, but it's fun. And uh, you take your bow and arrow and you actually see the fish in the water. Uh-huh. So you can like shoot them with bow and arrow if you don't have a fishing pole. Right now I don't have a fishing pole. I'm not far enough in the game to have a fishing pole. Okay. So you shoot them with arrows or my gun. Pull my pistol. Pop, 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 pop. Seems really inefficient, but okay. Yeah, there's nothing left. But you still get to see him float up and there's blood in the water. and <laughs> That's great, Zach. Yep. <laughs> Did you find Bigfoot? Not yet. Okay. I haven't even found the fucking UFOs. Apparently there's a fucking UFO. Okay. I've been trying to find the dinosaur girl. Can't find the fucking dinosaur girl. Hmm. I'm going to have to Google it. I want to get, like, all the weird shit. Yeah, I would. I did find... Okay, so, like, there's, like... There's a cannibal cabin... I did find that. I found that last game. I found it again this time. To like make lampshades out of people. They like, try to. They try to eat you. Okay. And I fucking slaughter their ass. The fat fuck. That's good. But yeah, and then but they like take and hide all your shit. A little and, Resident Evil cabin in the middle of the woods. Basically, yeah. So I don't know if Resident Evil they hide shit behind paintings, but yeah. Oh, there's tons of weird puzzles in Resident Evil. Is games. there? Yeah. 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 So, anyways, um, bunch of weird shit I came across. Had one guy try to steal my horse from me, shot him in the face. As you do. Came across a cult. Yeah. Came across a bunch of Indians. I was actually really friendly with the Indians. Did you kill the cult? Uh, I pushed one of them off of a cliff. That's the rest good. of them, like, scattered. And I was like, eh, fuck it. That sounds like a w- wussy cult. 
Yeah, pretty much. What was their thing? Uh, like dressing like, white or no? Well, they're like worshiping like the sun or something. Okay. Yeah, it was weird. That was weird. Yeah. Anyways, you want to talk about some games coming out? Sure. Okay. Just really quick for someone who'd never heard of this game before. Do you think I have any idea what type of game it is? Nope. All right. Well, no, I did ride a train from one side of the map to the other because I got too lazy to ride my horse. Okay. Yeah. Nah. Doesn't give you any idea either, but. All right. There's not that many games coming out because it's the middle of summer, but there are a couple. Are you ready? Yeah. Dungeons of Dragon Knight. Oh, that sounds like a sounds like a Stranger Thing Stranger Things three thing, but then not D and D. Yeah, it sounds like D and D, but D O D K. It's weird. Soul Seraph. Oh wait, that's coming to PC and PC. Double PC. Soul Seraph. PS4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch. Eagle Island. Linux. PC. Mac. That's a that's a computer only. Yeah. Weird. Blazing Chrome. PS4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch. Dragon Quest Builders 2, Nintendo Switch, PS4. God Eater 3, Nintendo Switch. Lethal League Blaze, Nintendo Switch. Egolos? Egolos? I don't know. Egolos? And I don't know what's coming to either. So It's coming somewhere. It's coming somewhere. Look for it. So the only game I even recognize on this list is Soul Seraph. Um, really? I, re- I recognize God Eater. Yeah, I've heard of it. But and Dragon Quest. Sure. Um, Soul Seraph is like a reimagining or like a it's basically um act razor for super nintendo okay do you remember that game at all yeah um it's just like a reimagining of it well or or sequel well how about a spiritual successor okay that's what they call games that are like something but different yeah and i'm kind of excited about that because i have really good memories of that game okay so i might check that out sweet so that's all we got for you this week all right so don't forget to follow us over at Plug and play cast, um, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, and check us out at thebuntsmashers.com. And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. And always punch Nazis.